0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Hey guys, this is Jen and Julian and you're listening to episode 35 of X appeal Podcast.
0: So I... Uh,
1: it's in this window, days, right? A
0: couple nights ago. Um, my friend... Dre sent me a DM and she was like, you've got to watch the Tinder swindler on Netflix.
1: Yeah, that is Netflix. everybody's last watch week.
0: It. Yep. Everyone's talking about it, right? Yeah. And I was like, this, this, this is going to be like one of those, you know, movies where you watch it and it's kind of like, um, what, what was that one viral sh- series? Uh, Tiger King, right? Like okay, everyone's annoyingly yeah. talking about it. Like, okay, I have to watch it now. So I watched it last night and have you seen it yet?
1: Yeah, I was cracking up the whole time.
0: You were cracking up. Why were you cracking up?
1: Why because, were you cracking up? Because I'm like, listen, it's going to sound so cold, but I do not empathize for these women. You are a dumbass.
0: I know. All for I, know. This. I
1: don't care how much money he's flaunted at you. Yeah. If, if, if I've been with someone for two years and like, hey, can you go take out a loan for 30 grand? I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe not. It's, it was cool. Like, no. So,
0: so for anybody, but we should, we should, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen it. Um, it's sure. about this guy who lives in Israel, and he's on Tinder. And basically, he has developed a dating Ponzi scheme yeah. where he flashes. I mean, he takes girls on private jet trips on the first date. Um, so he does have this money like this. He does. He is spending money.
1: Yeah, but he's um, spending some other girls' money, which he's is hilarious.
0: spending somebody else's money, uh, uh, like another girl's money, who he is basically subsidizing his lifestyle to get other girls who then he will ask to subsidize his. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not necessarily asking them to subsidize his lifestyle. He's, he's telling them that he's in trouble. And yeah,
1: with his enemies.
0: Enemies. yeah, exactly. Like his bodyguard got beat up and these people are asking him for money now and they're threatening the girls and they're threatening him. And if they don't give him all this money, yeah. uh, then he's in trouble and they're in trouble basically. And he's also saying they're going to come after your family. So, okay. I mean, these girls, I don't know. And, and yes, they, the public has just been relentless. On them,
1: calling
0: oh, yeah. uh, them a- gold diggers and whatever. Which you know, I hate Fair to say fine. this, but I agree with them because you're you're going on this. First of all, who goes in a private jet with somebody on the first date? I would, I'd be like, this guy is yeah. definitely kidnapping me, and definitely yeah. you're going to find my head in a duffel bag somewhere.
1: But uh, okay, so here's here's one thing about the gold digger thing, right? And I'm like, I agree with you because I think like any girl with somewhat of, you know. Non-monetary interests, if that even makes sense, um, would probably like you know not hop on the on the jet and not not jump in a relationship like that this fast to get attached to somebody as fast. But I remember when I was like in my early twenties, I talked to my dad because I kept like wondering. I was like, "How can you be with a woman when you know she likes the fact that you have money?" Uh, because that in a way, is some type of gold digging. Right. And my dad was like, well, you know, it's not just about the money. It's just like, as a woman, she likes the package. So, you know, maybe, you know, it's like the way, the way, you know, he makes her feel, the fact that he's funny, the fact that he dresses well. And then you add to that the actual money aspect, which then gets the woman even more interested so I mentioned I, I it's in the package, but like the guy wasn't like bad looking, right? He was, he was okay. He
0: looked, I thought he looked corny as shit. Corny like is, I, That's true. I thought he dressed corny, like the whole, like, what was it, Versace, the the body yeah. the so. patterns and everything he was wearing and just like the sunglasses and like
1: watches too. That was hilarious.
0: Like every, it's like every douche you see on Social media or on a dating app, like I would, I would look at that guy's picture and be like, "You're five eight. I'm heading for the hills." Like you, obviously, five eight, small penis, whatever it is. Like you, you're trying to compensate for something here, like with your money. Yeah,
1: yeah, and- uh, yeah. My my yeah. favorite favorite part, I think, of his trap is when he sends the girl apartment hunting with a budget of fifteen grand. Like that will get you hooked. <laughs> you know she's out here like, can you imagine? She's out here like looking at apartments. Like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna live here, fifteen grand, and then boom, you're you're instead of two
0: hundred thousand down on the apartment. Like she's getting a loan and putting money down on an apartment in the hope that I just like I don't know what these girls are thinking. Two yeah. what was it like hundred and fifty grand? One girl gave him. Yeah. Uh, you know, going to nine different banks asking for loans. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, yeah you know, you're a you're dumbass. Yeah, you're a dumb.
0: Putting yourself like in you you're drowning in debt for somebody who you've known for how long okay month. three months tops
1: no, I agree with you I'd like no no, no pity No,
0: I don't feel bad for these girls. they are not smart. I'm sorry, I don't feel bad saying that they are not intelligent people
1: um yeah, and it was kind of I, I, I know they were trying to on, on that on that thing they were trying to. They're doing their best to not picture them as gold diggers. You know, with the I, interview and the girls were talking about, yeah, you know, we people think we're gold diggers, but out it's
0: like... Of my it's heart, cool. I was giving him money. How would I be a gold digger if I were, you know, giving him money out of the goodness of my heart yeah. to help him? Yeah. Like... Yeah. This, this is the equivalent of a guy emailing you, asking you for money because he's like a prince of, you know, the prince of Saudi Arabia or whatever, and he needs money uh, because he's in trouble. Mm. Like, everyone's gotten those DMs. Everyone's gotten those emails. Like, you know, yeah, it was
1: just him, him. It was sophisticated. Like, in the way he did it, it was believable. I still like, it's totally believable. You look at the Instagram, the lifestyle was there. So he did it in a smart way. I can understand a girl falling for that, for all the image. Sure, okay, not my ty- not my type of girl, but okay, I can understand it. But uh, to me, the main, main mistake is like within a month, he asks you for 30, 40 grand. No, you should say no.
0: Especially when he says that his parents are, uh, he comes from a billionaire <laughs> family. Yeah. Who- Ask your
1: fucking dad.
0: Company. Yeah. So you're going to ask this chick who you just met on the internet.
1: It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. It doesn't
0: make any sense. No. On the other hand, it's a, it's kind of genius what he was able to do. And that's the, (laughs) that's as far as I'm going by giving him credit.
1: I'm also surprised. He got like, he went to jail for like what? Six months or something. And then nothing happened.
0: He's back in Israel doing the same shit. He's back on Tinder.
1: Yeah. He's back on Tinder. Doing the same. Like, I don't understand. He got like what? Six months. Yeah. Yeah. Did that's you hear it?
0: the latest thing too? No. Like this came out like a couple days ago where he signed with a talent agency and now he's working on his own dating show. Oh my god. Like I know. That's infuriating. Like he yeah. should, he should still be in prison. He should still absolutely be in prison because there's no inclination this guy is ever going to change for anybody doesn't matter. Like he is a, he is a fucking criminal. He's an absolute criminal.
1: Yeah, but I guess in a way he did it like I don't know because they all took the the loans the loans under her, under their names. He didn't force them. There was no actual. Um,
0: what do you mean? He, he lied. He lied. Yeah. He asked-
1: yeah, so yeah much- but is is that incriminating? Technically, justice is like they had the right to say no, right? So I think that's probably why they're all like.
0: You're you're using fraudulent identities to to get, yeah
1: no, to get. I hear you. I hear you.
0: Um no he should definitely still be in prison
1: but yeah, he's getting he might be getting his own dating show to me is ridiculous
0: i know isn't that just like typical of how things are today though
1: yeah it's like you're a piece of shit human being and then you get life. and then life, life, yeah life rewards you
0: <laughs> i know i know we're doing life wrong julian yeah we are we're really doing something wrong this guy's gonna get paid a shit ton of money
1: to date women
0: it's terrible
1: Yeah, I want none of that. I was in a dating show. I know how it is. Sucks.
0: But how would you I mean he made like a full time that's like a full time career.
1: Yeah. Like
0: Mm -hmm. just the time that it takes to 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 text these girls like back and forth and send videos and phone calls and and make them fall in love with you and like Mm -hmm. prey on other girls then and then, you know, on top of that, use that money to go and travel and and to build up this like fake identity online where you're like a baller status and to, to get other girls who will give you more money. I just wonder, um, if he girls carefully, like, I wonder how many girls he tried to swindle and it didn't work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for, many. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Some are probably like, nah, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm sure. A lot of them were like, nah. Uh, yeah. So no, that's crazy.
1: That's actually a great segue on like kind of today's topic, which is like milestones. Right. Yeah. Because it's like they're willing to move in with him after a month and a half. That's a pretty big milestones now. So
0: Yeah, I would say so. Well, they're like living their life in hyperspeed with him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the the I guess the trips on the private jets and the fancy dinners and hotel rooms uh don't hurt. Yeah, yeah it makes
1: you want to lock him up real quick.
0: No, that's a timeline that doesn't make any sense to me. But if you're living in a normal, <laughs> if you're a normal person uh, with a normal life, then yeah, I mean, there's, I, I don't know, what do you think? There's a timeline for every milestone in a relationship, I would say. Like, yeah. you talk about the big ones too, right? Like, like uh, saying that you're in an exclusive relationship in the first place. And then from there, uh, you know, maybe moving in together, uh, meeting each other's families, and then maybe starting your own family and proposing and all that stuff. Those are like the major milestones that we're talking about in a relationship, right? Yeah. So um, do you have any rules as far as, well, I need to be with the girl for at least three months before I know if it's going to be a long-term thing?
1: you're really asking me this? Me? (laughs) You know, I have no rules and I hate rules.
0: I know you hate rules.
1: I I really hate rules. Like, um, all these, like, you know, the more we do this podcast and the more we talk about people and how, like, we've talked to, you know, different like experts and we talk to people that do their relationship differently. Like I keep thinking of the Aussie couple as much as I want none of this. It keeps it keeps like, you know, make me think about how we are all in a way brainwashed to, you know, to see a relationship in one, one specific way. Yeah. And, and somehow it feels like if you don't have that relationship that everyone has, then it means your relationship is failing in a way. And I feel like there's so much power into saying like that. No, that is not for me and i want to find with my partner what works for us it doesn't mean being polyamorous not at all i'm talking in a monogamous relationship right yeah um like the only example i can think of right is is if 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 i like if i talk to five girls and mention to them the idea of and again that's not necessarily something i want i'm just saying like to to show this, this example but it's like mentioning to them a You are you're living with your boyfriend, would you consider having a separate bedroom? Right. Now, I think when you break down, when you break it down, and what's the benefit of having a separate bedroom, most people would agree that it would make sense, technically. Right? If you both have an active life and you both like to sleep, you could have obviously your your romantic moments, but then there's nothing wrong. Technically, there's nothing wrong with sleeping in the same house in a different bedroom, your own bed, and then waking up the morning and then, and then like maybe going to the other person's bed and whatever. But for some reason, it feels wrong. And I wonder if it feels wrong because society has told us that a couple has to sleep together or it feels wrong because it's actually wrong. Do you ever like think about that stuff?
0: I do think about that stuff all the time. How much is... is- you know, pressure that we put on ourselves and how much is pressure that comes from outside.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I think a lot of it is pressure that comes from societal norms. Like, you know, it'd be weird. I think, I think.
1: Would it be um, weird for you if like Jared said, Hey, um, you know, I, I love you so dearly, but I, I think we should like, I would love to have my own bed.
0: I think it would be as, it would be a distressing thing for him to say, because okay. it would be to me that like, he doesn't enjoy sleeping in the same bed with me yeah. or I'm a bad sleeper or he doesn't want that intimacy of, you know, sleeping next to each other mm-hmm. um, or something's wrong. I would I would see that as there's something wrong here. So what can we do about it? Um, but, you know, like we have a guest room and sometimes we'll take naps in the guest room or um, I also think it's kind of nice, by the way. To have a, a, a spare room because if you're arguing, yeah, I don't know, like, who yeah, but it? now,
1: yeah, but you see, now you're attributing the guest room to yeah. arguing, yeah. So, now in your mind, if he goes in a guest room, it's because something's wrong,
0: like, if you, if you have what kind of lifestyle do you have, right? Like, uh, you know, I, if you, I don't know, if you, if you work super hard and all you want is like a really good night's sleep and you get it, Somehow you're getting interrupted by sleeping next to somebody else. Um, because some people are very high maintenance sleepers. I am. Uh, you, yes. you see me as somebody who would be, no, un- I'm,
1: I'm the lightest sleeper you'll ever meet. So it's like a car drives by and wakes me up.
0: Right. Or, yeah. or if you like, if you have like restless leg syndrome or if you, if you have a CPAP machine or if you, toss and turn at night, which I do a lot of tossing and turning at night. Uh, when I was pregnant, I was like a whale. So I was like, I took up most of the bed. So I could, if, if Jared had said, hey, babe, I'm just going to like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just take a few months and sleep in a separate room, I'd be like, I don't blame you. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I would have some sort of hormonal breakdown at some point over it, I know. But in general, I think I would understand that.
1: Yeah. I mean, then again, I, I also feel like, you know, sleeping with your partner is in a way a sort of intimacy, even if nothing yeah. happens. But when you really like dumb it down, when is you, you really think show. about it, it's two people being unconscious next to each other, you know, <laughs> technically speaking, like if you really want to dumb it down and if I want to play devil's advocate there's for
0: this in bed, there's a lot of stuff that happens in bed. There's I mean, obvi- the obvious sex there's, you know, you can you can. Uh, talk to each other like at the end of the day and kind of you know recap your day if you yeah. didn't have time uh, elsewhere to do it um, you can read together you can watch uh, movies together
1: no yeah uh, there's a ton of intimacy stuff that are needed I believe in relationship that happens when you sleep together
0: totally separate sleeping arrangement
1: yeah you know I, I i this I absolutely agree I was just using this in terms of The idea that, you know, when we talk about milestones, um, it seems like everybody has these milestones, but technically deep down, they might be different for everyone. So, for example,
0: example, is
1: is it a big thing for you to meet the parents or to introduce your partner to your parents?
0: I mean, that's that's kind of changed over the years. I mean, I went from I would I would have them have my parents meet a guy I was dating and I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah. To, and, you know, uh, it was happening too often and the relationship would end. And my parents would like not get attached to this person, but they would, they'd be like, they would be looking toward the future, I guess. They'd be like, is this the one? Is this the guy that Jen, you know, is going to wind up with forever? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it, on those rare occasions when they did uh, like the guy, yeah, they would get a little bit of, attached. And so eventually my mom was like, don't bring home anybody who, you're not super serious about. Wow! And the next person I brought home after she said that was Jared. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just because I think it, it complicates things unnecessarily. Like when I was yeah. young and I was going on dates in high school, like no big deal. But like now, high yeah.
1: School, yeah. But I mean, like in your yeah. twenty, you know, early thirties. What about you? Um like, I don't have I don't know if I have ever told you about this story. Um I I like a few years ago I used to date this girl and we were dating for like maybe a month and a half, month and a half, something like that. And my mom was visiting me during that time. Oh, you like, did this story, right? yeah. Yeah. So my mom was visiting and then, you know I, you know how I, like I see her maybe once a year. So she's coming in LA for 2 weeks and I'm like, well, you know, like I'll spend most of those two weeks with her. And I just been dating this girl for like, I think a month and a half or something. So then sometimes when my mom would go to bed, I would go hang out with her and vice versa. But like, it was hard for us to even grab a coffee or hang out during the day. So one day she was like hitting me up, say, Hey, what are you up to? Whatever. I was like, Oh, I'm with my mom. I'm at this place, uh, this, this cafe. And I was like, just stop by, come hang. You know, yeah. in my mind, I'm just like it's a way for me to, um, to ha- see my mom while still hanging out with the girl that I'm talking to, right? In her mind, oh yeah, in her mind, it fucked her up. This is a big deal. It this fucked her up. Deal. She was so confused, apparently, because she was like, "I'm so confused because we don't we didn't have any conversation about us being like, you know, official or anything." But then I met his mom, and. My my thought was like, listen, you're a good person. Like, my mom will enjoy meeting you for an hour, whether she sees you again or not. It's not going to affect her any, in a negative way. And then it's good for me because then I don't have to choose between my mom or you. I get to do both for this hour. I, I so think, I wasn't thinking it. You know? Yeah.
0: So I think that the default, and anybody who's thinking about, who's listening to this and they're thinking about mm-hmm. intri- making the introduction or, or in a similar situation to you, um, just know this meeting the parents in general is a big deal. It doesn't matter. Just it it is generally accepted that meeting the parents is a big deal in a relationship. That means, you know, this, whoever you're seeing is worthy enough to be introduced to your family. That's how I look at it. And I think that's how a lot of other people look at it too.
1: Sure. Uh, But like, isn't anybody like anybody who you date for X amount of time, longer than a month, technically worthy? I mean, you're spending a month with them.
0: Not necessarily. Not, not necessarily, especially if you if you have a busy life and you're only seeing that person like once a week or like well, once yeah. a well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not spending every day together, so just know that that is a big deal. And if depending on how you want that to be received by the person you're dating, like just have the conversation with them. Be like, hey, hey, listen. I know it's generally a big deal for someone to meet the parents, but for me, it's really not. Um, this is not like a sign of anything. I just, I, I, my mom's going to be here, uh, this week.
1: Yeah. And- I should have worn her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that's what, yeah. I mean, it's a tough, but it's a tough conversation to have because you run the risk of the girl saying, Oh, why is he prefacing it with? This is not a big deal. Does he not like me enough? Yeah. Or
1: yeah, you're not, you, you don't win basically in this. Yeah.
0: Scene. You don't win. You can't win. Uh, so I don't know. I kind of think that, Whenever you feel it's comfortable to introduce your
1: <laughs>
0: your main chick or your side piece to your to your family,
1: <laughs> go ahead and do it. I like I look at how I met my my girl's parents, like it was never an official dinner seated down it was just kind of like hey we're all having barbecue why don't you stop by and then why did i stop by and then i talked to them and then yeah. another time we stopped by and exactly. i was just like supernatural it didn't feel like a big deal i liked the parents and you know, I, I you know I think they think I'm a good person too, and I think that's how it should be. I, I I'm not a fan of like, oh, you're gonna come over to dinner, you're gonna meet my parents, and we're gonna be on your best behavior. I'm just like, oh,
0: that you can set the scene. Do You know what I'm saying? Like that when you invited that girl that you were seeing to coffee with your mom, like that's not a. That, I didn't dude,
1: invite her. I was already at coffee, and I said, stop by.
0: Yeah, that doesn't scream like this is a big deal. Because if it yeah. were a big deal, you'd be like, hey, we're gonna have dinner uh, at my parents' house. Why don't you? I would love for you to come. Like that is a formal meeting. Yeah, but this like, even yeah. feels
1: like an interview. It's like to my parents are like the interview. It's
0: like a serious, a serious thing. So set the scene. I mean, it all depends on like how you direct the narrative. Okay,
1: but didn't I direct the narrative by telling her to stop by? That you did. You okay, did. so then you can't also blame me
0: 100%. No, I'm not blaming you 100%. I love to, trust me, I love to blame you. But
1: yeah, in this, this
0: case... case I don't think that you're 100% to blame.
1: She was, she was, uh, yeah, she got confused a little bit. Uh, another friend of mine, actually, it stuck with me. He said that because we're still in the milestone things. It's about like moving in together. Yeah. Personally, I don't think that there's any, any time frame for you to move in together. If, it could feel right after six months, but uh, it can I also know. feel right after literally seven years if it has to. Like whenever it feels right. I hate the idea of people moving in together because it makes sense. Right?
0: Like, I'm spending most of my time over with him at his place anyway, so he might as well or, move in.
1: Yeah, or, or like m- or more also, like, well, you know, like he's paying rent, I'm paying rent. It's like it would make more sense financially if we just move into a two bedroom, it'll be a little bit cheaper. Like, that's not do
0: it for the money. No. I don't think you should do it for the money at all.
1: No. Uh, In your case, raising a child together makes sense like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I also. So here's what I've learned. And this is like kind of the wisdom that I that I can uh, disseminate based on what I've been through. Um, I don't think it's wise to move in with somebody if you can't. I mean, me having a kid is different, but like if you can't. Own the place or pay pay the bills yourself on a place that you're living in with your significant other, I wouldn't advise to move in with that that? person. Because because
1: it doesn't work out as
0: soon as there is a is a an imbalance in the dynamic there, like if if you are so for example, this happened to me twice where I moved in to a place that I couldn't afford Mm -hmm. um, on my own. And I felt like whenever we had a fight uh, this happened especially with the with the last person I lived with. Whenever we would have a fight, he'd be like, "Get out. This is my place. Pack your bags and get the fuck out." And those words were actually said to me. Okay. Screamed to me on a number of occasions. So I maybe I'm a little bit uh, traumatized by by that, but I then made it a rule if I can't afford the place myself, if I can't, you know, do this on my own, if if the if the house isn't in my name, um, then,
1: okay. Then but then because that's, you don't that's my point because,
0: because hanging over you,
1: but you, you could technically be able to afford the place if the lease is under his name is still technically his house. So the money here, you I think it would make more sense than to I, make I, sure that I, you're I, named I on the lease. If
0: it's in both of your, if both of your names, if it's yeah. in both of your names, yes, that way you have an equal ownership over the property.
1: So yeah. I think that's, that's then then the it. money doesn't mean anything then.
0: Because there is such a thing as as what financial abuse too, you know you have then then the person who you're you know your i don't know your boyfriend or your husband or whatever uh the last thing you want to hear is get out of my house mm. you know, and that makes you act differently in a relationship, I think it makes you walk on eggshells or it makes you afraid to bring up certain things for fear of getting kicked out of the the place that you call home, yeah, you know, so I do think that I mean, A, you have to be fairly sure this is going to be a long, longer-term relationship before you move in with that person because you are giving up a lot. Think of all the shit that you're going to have to sell, if, especially if you move in with the, with the person. Think of all the stuff that you have to sell to, to move in together. I mean, you're giving up a big, a big part of your life to share okay, with another so- person. You better make sure that this, this person is worthy and is going to stick around for a while.
1: So whatever you said, literally, you could have not introduced what I was about to say better, because you you basically are saying that moving in with someone means that you know, that means that you're looking at at the long term with this person, right? Yeah. So the milestones that we're moving in together because we're look because we both agree that we're going to be together for long.
0: Yeah, because we see a future together. Yes.
1: Yes. So my friend brought brought out this point, which I had never thought of. And he was saying, he was speaking for women, that moving in together for women is different than moving in together for men. Moving in together, and I want to know if you agree, moving in together for women, he was saying, that it, it means exactly what you said. It's like, we're taking the next step. Yeah, We are already serious. We're moving in together. And what comes after moving in is either having a kid or getting married if you want to get married or whatever but like the moving in together means we both agree that this is long-term yes whereas he was saying for men moving in together is the trial to see if it can be long-term so in the sense of like for men we move it and I, I, again, I don't I still don't know if I agree with this, but he means we are moving in with our girlfriend as to figure out if this can actually work long term because now we're living together Long term. And he said that I was like, bro, that is I have never thought of this that way.
0: I don't know if that I don't know if that differs across gender lines.
1: I don't know. No. And yeah, I don't.
0: I would say there are two, two ways of looking at it, right? Like you're going to, and some people are traditional where they're not going to live with the person unless they're married. Um, other people think it's smarter to live with the person first, figure out their habits, figure out how they are to, to cohabitate with before they make the move to engagement or to marriage. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm not the kind of person who's like, No, you have to be you have to be married before you move in together. I think I actually think that's kind of (laughs) reckless because if if you figure out, you know, down the road that this person, I don't know, uh, like clips their toenails on the couch or (laughs) or,
1: you know, their living habits before committing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and that's something that really bothers you to the point where you don't see a future with them. Then you're then you made a bad you made a bad move. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to find you don't want to figure that out down the road when you're like already deep in marriage. So, yeah, I think it's smarter to live with the person before you before you get engaged or married. But then I don't know if that goes. I don't know if all women feel that way, or, or if that if that goes down gender lines. I have no idea. I don't no, know. I do agree yeah, that
1: generally speaking, what
0: your friend brought up. Yeah, it's like a trial.
1: Yeah, generally speaking, I do agree that that's kind of like the. The thing that that like people are getting out of moving into like if you live together it means that you guys are in for like you're aiming to be long term. I've never thought about living together is the trial to see wait are we actually a good match? We're a good match when we're living separately, but how what would happen if we do live together? In yeah, a way,
0: yeah, situation is that Carrie Bradshaw life right where you keep the you keep the apartment, yeah. and and then move in with uh, with Mister Big. In the nice, yeah. you know, penthouse, wherever they were, downtown, east, east, you know.
1: But in a way, uh, in a way, I feel like if you go the traditional approach of saying we're moving in together because we're seeing this long term, moving in to go- together does look like a bigger commitment. And, and and like saying, no, 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 you know, we this is like we're moving in together. This is going to be, you know, it's going to be long this is like this is serious, this is, this is real what we're doing, uh, and I feel like sometimes, and maybe not everybody, it could like put like some pressure,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Whereas if you if you're saying, listen, we're li- living together, and we're we're gonna see how that like how it goes, and it's possibly it doesn't go almost,
0: well, right? It all circles back to everything that we've been talking about during almost every single podcast, which is communication. Yeah. Like it's all about the way you communicate with that with that person like hey i want to move in with you this does not mean that we're going to get engaged or married um but i love you enough to want to live with you and see where this goes and i can see a future with you now if yeah. that changes down the road okay so be it
1: um, I, don't, I don't i don't see a lot of people responding well to that i don't no, see a lot but- of people saying, oh so you want to live uh, live together you want me to quit my own apartment. Sell all my shit. Move in together to see if this works out. No, bro. I could. I. I totally understand the other person saying "fuck off." Like,
0: the huh? you can see a future with that person. But whatever happens after that, then if the woman or the man starts to put this arbitrary timeline on it, where it's like we moved in together and now you know it's been it's been six months. Uh, you know why? Can, why haven't we talked about marriage? Six months. Yeah.
1: After moving in together six months. Jesus Christ.
0: Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm throwing out like a, like a, a time, but I mean, I kind of feel like that's, that's a conversation that you have at down the road. That's not something that you, that you have before you move in together because you're right. Who would, who would sign up for that kind of, who would respond well to that kind of conversation where you would I say, mean, this yeah. mean that we're going to get married yet. Yeah want to live with you
1: oh yeah absolutely and, and, and
0: put off you know by that <laughs> con- conversation
1: it's no, very for, sure. for sure and it'd be like well you, you you want to try it out by moving in together how, why don't you fuck off how about you figure it out first and then we do it <laughs> yeah. yeah it is but That's i thought it. it was an interesting point
0: no nobody takes moving in with somebody else lightly uh, can we agree on that
1: Uh, Yeah. Nobody, nobody, nobody does. Nobody. I agree with you.
0: It is a serious thing. So, okay.
1: But my point is, should, could it be rethought? rethought?
0: I don't think, I, I think with, no, because especially after this pandemic, when people, it's like hard to get jobs and people lose their jobs and they can't find work. Like people don't have the, the, the resources to fuck around right now. Like if okay, you're gonna-
1: well, so then don't move in together because like we just said, there's not the right way to, there's no, not the right thing to move in with someone for financial stuff.
0: If at risk, then don't do it. And, it, and if in any way you, your gut is telling you this isn't the right thing to do right now, then don't do it. And, and if you, and don't also, don't do it because you're afraid of having the conversation with the guy like, hey, I don't think the time is right or I'm not ready yet. Don't, don't acquiesce and like say, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Take my chances and see how this goes, even if it doesn't feel right because I don't want to offend him. Don't ever do that. No. Have the conversation. And, and if he doesn't respond well to it, then maybe the relationship was not meant to be in the first place. And just you got to be at peace with that.
1: Now, for, do you feel like that's a deal breaker? What? If, if, if I ask you to move in, And then you don't feel comfortable after like two years or whatever. Okay. Let's say we've been together for three years. You're right. And I'm like, Oh, you know, we move in together. Let's move in together. And then you don't, or, or or let's do the opposite. We've been together for three years and you would like to move in together. And I'm kind of like, ah, I don't feel comfortable yet. I'm not ready for that. Is that a deal breaker to you to be like, well, what the fuck I'm ready. You're not. It's a really good
0: question because you know, you're talking like two or three years of a relationship. At that point, I would think that person would be ready for it. It's been two years, according so, yeah, to yeah, sort of in my own head right now, putting an arbitrary, you know, time.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. So, who built this timeline?
0: I don't know. I don't. You know, I don't know if because people have been listen. Like, look at look at how people who have been engaged for years and years and years, or dating for years and years and years, and haven't gotten engaged or married.
1: Yeah, Uh, I don't care. I honestly, that's one thing that relationship bothers me is that we, people tend to compare their relationship with their friends and how they did it. And if it's not the same, it's bad. You don't know what's going on with them. Like who said that moving in with your partner six months in is better or worse than moving in with them six years down the line? Mm-hmm. And who said that, after three years, technically, if you haven't moved in together, something's wrong? What if you have an amazing relationship and it's just like, look, it's great like this
0: if if is it great if one person doesn't think it's great
1: it's it, it, they both think it's great just one wants to move in, the other one's not ready. but you know what I mean you just said you just said exactly what I was talking about. you just said, well, I mean, if the three years uh, I would start to think. Says who? Who said that three years was the the time when you need to rethink your relationship?
0: I feel like a lot happens in between though, right? There'd be like there would have to be a lot of conversations that happen. It's not like, you know, you're blissfully happy for two or three years being together, and then all of a sudden a light bulb comes over your head and and you say, Hey, let's move in together. And the guy's like, No, or I'm not ready. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of conversations that would lead up to that. Yeah. A lot of so going conversations that would lead up to that. Like how serious are you about this? Do you see a future with us? I mean, all those conversations happen like over the course of two or three years, I would have to imagine uh, before you get to that, like, and that way no one's surprised. You've already had these conversations.
1: Yeah. And that is one thing about all this podcast that we've done that I have learned and that, I, that, I'm, that I'm trying to like incorporate is this raw honesty Mm -hmm. that their partners are having with each other to the point that they're so honest, they're even willing losing their partner because of how they feel and saying exactly how they feel. Mm -hmm. Now that I think is what monogamous traditional relationships are lacking. I agree. That honesty came only in polyamorous or in your, your, your your gay couple friend where they are extremely honest and their partners stick around. But I don't know. I can't think of one couple that I know that is that honest.
0: That honest. And in, in, in telling their partner what they want. I mean, I would say, of anybody, I've had the most honest conversations with Jared. And yeah. it's probably been, it, no, not probably, it has been the, the most successful and best relationship that I've ever had. Uh, because, and I, here's what I found, it, it is super scary to be brutally honest with somebody else and let them in on what you might be thinking or feeling or afraid of. But once you do that, I mean, some, some people hold it in for so long and there's such a big fear. They build up of how the person's going to respond. And they even come up with how the person's going to respond in their own head.
1: And then it's like totally different
0: when it might not even be that. Yeah. It might be the opposite of that.
1: But the one thing they do have in common is that they, they started with honesty. I think it's harder to implement this honesty when you're mid-relationship. Like if, let's say, you didn't have that conversation with Jared, any of those, and, like, right now you have a baby, and you're like, by the way, the type of relationship I want is this. That's hard.
0: Yeah. I also think it comes with, but you have to understand where the other person's coming from. Like, you don't develop, you don't get there right away. Like, everybody comes to the table with their own shit, right? Like their own damage, their own baggage, whatever it is, uh, and their own hangups and, and walls they've built up to defend themselves from pain. Uh, so you have to work on that as a couple. And I think that does take time. That doesn't happen right away. You just have to come to the table with the understanding that honesty, communication, and trust are literally the top three tenets of a relationship and the only things that keep a relationship floating. For real. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it, and it applies to milestones, I guess, to like what it meaning to parents moving in together having a mm-hmm. baby.
0: Yeah, it's married. all about like how you present it and like just being as open as you can with your feelings about the other person.
1: Yeah.
0: Honest and you have to be honest.
1: Yeah, these are these are I think these are these are tough because sometimes you might risk hurting your partner. Mm hmm. You know, and yeah. uh
0: also, risk hurting and, yourself
1: too. yeah and sometimes you might also actually be genuinely surprised and be like oh my god i thought you saw things this way but actually you exactly. don't
0: exactly that's yeah. happened so many times with jared where i feel like he's going to respond one way to something and it's completely the opposite and it makes me love him even more
1: yeah i know for sure you know? yeah um i mean look i feel like we've agreed mostly on a lot of stuff today
0: yeah i think so
1: still a good reflection to have <laughs>
0: Uh, If I can leave this podcast on a completely separate note. Yeah. Remember how I got the Oculus for Jared yeah. for Valentine's Day? Yeah. I'm obsessed. You like it? You know how much I love going out with my girlfriends, right? And like yeah. I'm a new mom and I, I never get to do that anymore. If it came down to a choice between going out on a Saturday night with my girls or staying in and playing walking dead saints and sinners on oculus <laughs> it wouldn't be a hard decision is all i'm really? saying
1: what's the what's the uh, what's the purpose of the game are you um, killing zombies
0: it's it, it is i am just like blown away by how smart people are to even develop this kind of technology but yes. like in it like you're so you've watched walking dead obviously zombies are coming after you blah 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 um you're in New Orleans and you have to go through all these different like um, levels where you uh, you unlock tasks and then you have to you have to kill uh, zombies at the same time. And when they come after you, it's super scary <laughs> mm-hmm. it looks like right there in front of you. And if you're wearing uh, headphones like this. Yeah. Noise canceling headphones.
1: You're like immersed in it.
0: It's, it's total immersion. It is total immersion. It is probably like the, if you want to get your, I'm just saying, if you want to get your girlfriend something super dope for any occasion, do the Oculus. I don't know if she's into that kind of thing. I'm not, I wasn't into it. No. Now I am. And it's a good way of like escaping too. And you can, there's like there, you can do like meditation. So you can be like hanging out, like swinging back and forth on a hammock in a rainforest.
1: Yeah. You know, no, uh, no, for sure. I, I, I could see that. I know I've been trying to find um, if there's uh, a reality call of duty area. I, so, I, yes, there I've, is. Seen, I've seen okay. like places where you're like on a treadmill that is round that walks multidimensionally and you have your headset and you have the thing and you have a fake gun and you're like playing call of duty. Like yes. if you really are. Uh, cause I wouldn't want to do that at home. I would want to do that like at an actual spot where you harnessed. And I yeah. want to know if that exists. Cause this looks, this I would love to do.
0: Yeah. Oh, so like not, uh, I get it. Yeah. They also have, what's that? Um, and, and this game, by the way, is not cheap. It was like 40 bucks, but so worth it. So uh, worth. they also have, what's the, the number one game that I looked up for Oculus quest two, which is the one that I, that we have. Um, and the oh the other cool thing is you can like uh, streamcast it to your phone,
1: mm-hmm. so yeah. there's in the room with
0: you, they can see what you're seeing so like and that. they can help you out. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's
1: so. what we did when we were watching porn. I gotta go. So people were looking at the phone of what I was watching, and vice That's versa. Great. That's great. Yeah, you should try that with him.
0: Yeah, no, let's not. <laughs> let's not. Let's not do that.
1: Come. That would be a great milestones in yeah, your relationship. What I'm
0: going to do, if the, I'm going to develop a, a video game that's about being a mom. And, I, and I'm going to get you the Oculus. And that way you can find out. Or just come over to babysit. I don't know.
1: Why There's, would I ever want to find out what it's like to be a I'm mom?
0: I'm just trying to get someone to take care of my kid. That's,
1: There's this thing called nannies.
0: <laughs> we do have one. She's awesome.
1: Yeah, well, it's I don't just, know why you have the time. Just have her stay longer.
0: No, because you no, because you pay more. And I'm not. Listen, mm-hmm. I don't wanna.
1: Can't you put him to preschool yet?
0: Education. Preschool.
1: God. Yeah, put him into preschool. You
0: know, they have daycare for baby for like mm-hmm. infants.
1: So do
0: that. I don't know. I don't know about that. i don't know about that. complain. Very nervous, mother. Yeah. yeah. Like All this. right. So.
1: We'll see you next week.
0: See you next week. All right. Ahuda Media Production.